Welcome to Twiatch Season 2, Episode 1. We're going to be talking about racism, remasters, and resurrection this week. That's right. Stay tuned. This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick, and this is Kevin, the man who has as much hair on his head that I do on my back. More. More. No, no, no. You have as much hair. Yeah, I, I hope I have more than you have on your back. Anyway, welcome to episode 102? One, 103. Two? I think we're going to call this season, uh, episode, uh, season 2, episode 1. Season 2, episode 1. Yeah, we sure, meant, why not? We meant to categorize these by seasons, and we never did. So now we're going to do that. Okay. It'd cool. be funny if we called this season three, episode one, just to confuse people. Seasons are every year. We've they're, been doing they're, this for. They're, they're confused anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So season two, episode one, which means it's an even bigger and better podcast and YouTube channel and everything else. Speaking of bigger and better, did you ever play uh, American McGee's Alice? I did not. I've I've oh, heard a game really good things. So about good. It. I I love. Okay, Lewis Carroll's work mm -hmm. is is just like ready for exactly this kind oh, of, yeah. of twisted interpretation of it and uh, I, I, I like I like the original I like the Disney one I like the one that has uh, Martin Short as the Mad Hatter oh really yeah uh, it also has uh, Whoopi Goldberg as the Cheshire Did Cat yes yes I've seen that one yeah, yeah. sorry um, and uh, an invitation mm -hmm. from the Queen to play yeah. croquet <laughs> one of my favorite comedy scenes yeah. ever yeah. but anyway like I, I, I like all I like all the different versions mm -hmm. that I've seen. And uh, American McGee's Alice was like a, a Tim Burton, Scarecrow, Nightmare-esque yes. style yeah. version of it. Like, she's she's in the loony bin. And More in the dark than the whimsy. Yeah. Because look, through Looking at Alice has always had that darkness within the whimsy and this is kind of yeah. flipped it it's yeah. like yeah it's more dark i like it though and uh and yeah it was it was a really it was a really fun mm -hmm. game and and also there were a lot of like little nods to to specific things that only people who were like really into the source material would yeah. get yeah. and it wasn't like hitting you over the head with it although she did hit you over the head with croquet mallets of course but yeah <laughs> like it's really good <clears throat> and the only reason we're talking about this is because I'm a huge fan of this series. Um, American McGee has said that he would like to do uh, another Alice game. So we don't we don't have funding, we don't have development yeah. or anything. But if if this is a thing that you would like to happen, um, reach out to EA. EA is the one that holds the the rights to that, and uh, support him. You yeah. know, reach out to him on Twitter and be That's like, hey, yes, please give us this, and we will throw money at it's you. It's the beauty of Twitter. You can actually, yeah. you know, really. Push and I push an, a uh, an idea and show that there are people out there who will buy a product, Absolutely. which normally they may have not uh, um, thought about. Uh, a product that I will probably buy is SteamWorld Dig Two. Yes, because I really like SteamWorld Dig, and the um, I don't know I just I really I really enjoyed um, the the gameplay for this when playing playing it on Vita, and this is going to be coming mm -hmm. out on Switch on September twenty first, and then on PS four and Vita and Vita. Yep, and Vita, which I really liked it as a handheld. Handheld. I'll probably get this yeah. on Switch uh, again, so it's coming out really soon, and I think I think it lends itself really well to a handheld. It's not bad for a. Um, you know, on the big screen or anything, but yeah. with Switch, I can do both. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and and I, SteamWorld Heist is interesting. Mm-hmm. It's fun, but it is a completely different game yeah. than SteamWorld Dig was. And yeah. and SteamWorld Dig has has a a wonderful charm. Mm-hmm. And I I enjoyed my my time with it more than uh, than SteamWorld Heist. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to this. I'll I'll buy it and I'll I'll let you yeah. guys know how it is. Another thing I know you're gonna buy is Bumbo. Yes. I mean, so uh, recently uh, McMillan uh, mentioned that it's basically going to be a, a sequel. It's a pre- prequel. Sorry, a prequel yeah. to uh, uh, to uh, Binding of Isaac. Uh, this is coming out. Uh, sorry, uh, that's coming out by the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, also, Afterbirth Plus is coming to PS4 uh, September nineteenth. Yes. Like, so that's coming out soon to tide you over uh, before Bumbo. So I'm. I mean, I've, I've, I don't think I've, I don't think I've not liked any of uh, his games. Like, I've really yeah. enjoyed every game that I've played uh, that he's done. So, how far back have you gone? Uh, I don't remember. Like hand. back, back to Super Meat Boy, or did um, you no, go back further? Than no, that? it's Super Meat Boy. What was before Super Meat Boy? I'm trying to remember. Uh, there's, there's a bunch of weird ones, like the one where you, where you take the, the individual spider legs and move them one at a time. No, I haven't played that. Okay. There, okay, there, so there's he, some he has, he has a lot of like weird stuff out yeah. there, and uh, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. I'm also really curious where Bumbo like works into the lore because yeah. I I got deep enough <laughs> that I have I have theories on what happened, when it happened, how it happened. Yeah, and so uh, see if I think I think right. yeah, and I think it would be really interesting to see yeah. if if it's just if if Isaac, his mom and dad, are mm-hmm. actually going to be part of the the lore, or is it going to be like the underworld that is part of the lore. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how they tie together. Yeah. And I will dig in and again, let you know. Yep. Uh, I think, I know I've, I've already pre-ordered this. I don't know if you pre-ordered, you pre-ordered South Park, didn't you? Yeah, like two years ago. And yeah. then they said, it's not coming out forever. And so I canceled my pre-order and used my money somewhere else. Well, I pre-ordered it. I'm still waiting. I got my, because yeah. I've been playing, uh, uh, I've been playing St- uh, Stick of Truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, but, Actually, I think they took that away when they canceled my pre-order. I'll have to double-check on that. Uh, but the uh, South Park game, they did come out recently. Uh, actually, Eurogamer, this is Eurogamer's footage, so uh, if we get taken down for that, I'm sorry, but I'll put something else up. Uh, so when they were going through all of this, and other people reported this as well, uh, but when you want to pick your difficulty, uh, the more difficult the game is, the darker your skin is. Right. Which is... And, and there's there's actually... It, you can't hear it here, but... Uh, Cartman actually says, you know, this doesn't affect combat. It just makes everything else more difficult. <laughs> and I thought it's 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 a it's another example of of Parker and Stone mm-hmm. using using their their material for social commentary. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I I really love that. Yeah. And there's also uh, your your character is going to be the same character if you played Stick of Truth from Stick of Truth. It'd be the same. Okay. Um, regardless of what gender you pick. And if you change if you change genders, then it's going to be trans, and so yeah. oh, interesting. So and there there's going to be commentary about it, and so I, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what they're going to do with it because yeah. I love the way that they that they they work to to make actual statements. It's it's yeah. it's more than just acknowledging that things exist. We have to make statements about them, and say that hey, you know what? Life is harder for people that don't look like us. Yeah. Like. I get that, and yeah. that's something that we have to say. But anyway, so that's that's <laughs> that's an a soapbox. Thing. That's a soapbox for another time. But right, I, I just say, I just kind of oh yeah, kickstanded. Yeah. Sure, asking. sure. Uh, I will say that now I do want to play. I, now I want to finish uh, on my uh, PS4 
finish my Stick of Truth playthrough. Yeah. That way my character Absolutely. can trans, and I will be trans at that point. Right. Because I'm playing a boy, and if I play a girl, I want to see what they say about yeah. it now. That's that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, so that'll be fun. Yeah, it will be. Uh, another game that I really enjoyed uh, playing uh, quite a while ago. <laughs> and that I didn't play. And that you again. didn't play is L.A. Noir. Yeah. I I really enjoyed the the storytelling. I think Rockstar did a great jo- uh, job on this. Uh, the storytelling and the environment are fantastic in it. The uh, choices when it comes to, to dialogue uh, that you know as you investigate different different. Um, uh, cases, I really liked it. I think that it's a little dated now, which is why I'm glad that we're getting a uh, a quasi remaster. Yeah, um, and they they said that they've they've brought up the textures from uh, the original Team Bondi stuff. Yeah, and I think that that's going to be really good because some of some of the game mechanics mm-hmm. are really going to be enhanced by this because yeah. they actually did like. Uh, it, it wasn't just mocap; they were actually like filming the faces, yeah. Yeah. and and I think that it'll be. I think that the game could actually be a little bit easier because you're able to read them because you can see them better. I hope so. I and hope so. Um, I think the the tells were kind of obvious to an extent, uh, but I think it'll help. I think that also it'll help the um, the the textures and I don't know to help it look less plastic because that was one thing that yeah. I, I'm hoping. I know they did the mocap, but it's older mocap, so I don't know how much they really got of the emotes. Yeah. Um, so. The face, the textures may be better, but I have a feeling that the actual facial uh, movement will be the same because the amount of work it would take to redo all of that would be like redoing a game, redoing the entire game. So that's okay. my opinion on it. I hope they'll fix driving though, because driving really sucked in it. Um, maybe they'll give you auto drive like Far Cry. Maybe. I th- why do I? Why do I feel like they gave an option to do that? I can't remember offhand. I'll 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 think about that later. Uh, but. One thing I definitely think about now is God of War, because yes. the new God of War coming out, is, which we've been talking about for for a little while, uh, is set in the Norse mythology, mm-hmm. uh, and to back that up, we they now have a podcast, uh, the Lost Pages of Norse Myth, yeah, and to to get people into. Uh, the the mythology to get people ready for the environment, which I think is smart because I think th- these are myths that a lot of us haven't heard. Which is one thing that I'm really excited about when it comes to the, to this. Yeah, definitely. Is uh, I'm I grew up with the Greek and and Roman myths, and I heard a little bit of the Norse stuff. Yeah, but. I didn't dive. I didn't get to dive. But I, I would imagine that mostly you know the Marvel version of the Norse myths. Yeah, a little bit. A little <laughs> so, bit. So. Uh, <laughs> So I, I guess you didn't actually listen to the podcast. Before. I haven't listened to the podcast. Okay, yet. so that's how they marketed it. That's how they told okay. us it was going to be. You, it's it's like a thirty minute podcast. Okay. I was really hoping uh, when when Halo came out, mm-hmm. they did like a substantial series that was yeah. like fully voiced and storied and everything. That's what I was hoping we were going to get. Okay. Um, they kind of tell a story for the first five minutes, and then they talk to the devs. That's and that was a bummer. That's disappointing. That was a bummer. I was hoping that it was, you know, we can talk talk to the devs every now and then, but like specifically, like it's like we were we you're talking about this myth, you're talking about this creature, this mm-hmm. this beast, yeah. and then you cut to one of the devs talking about how they incorporated it and how they really and just that bit. I don't need to know so, more. Yeah. So the the story that they told was was Groa, who is a seer, and they talked about her her quest for knowledge. The only thing that she knows is that her husband, uh, that her husband was wounded, 
Um, Thor was carrying him back on a basket. He lost her husband, mm -hmm. and he's he, now he just has a basket. He's like, sorry. Whoops. And uh, she, so she's trying to develop her her seeing power. Okay. And um, then uh, she she reaches a point where she's able to actually see Ragnarok. And Odin's like, hey, tell me what you saw. She's like, no. And he bashes her head in. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. All right, that's cool. I love that. Yeah, but but like it's 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 just this little snippet, yeah, yeah. and then what they really want you to listen to is is the dev talk. And Ragnarok, by the way, is the, basically the end of time. It is. It, it's, it is, it's the final. It is. The, it's the final battle. The final battle. Yeah. So Odin was wanting to know what was going to happen, and yeah, yeah. But I do like. Um, Actually, in the in the original Norse, because I went and looked it up, because that's what I do. I research <laughs> yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, Thor totally killed her husband oh, and really? dumped his body and just came back and was like, I lost him. Well, what, I don't know where he's at. Well, what did he do? Did he mouth off or something? I, I don't know. You don't know? I'd say I don't I'm, know. I'm curious about that. Cause maybe, maybe he just, I don't know. I'm curious maybe about he insulted Mjolnir. He could have. He could have. But see, that is a Marvel construct. Jack Kirby came up with that. Which I think is cool because it's like this made-up gibberish. He called it something. Oh, sorry, he called it something else. that was gibberish, and then they used Mjolnir. I can't. What was it? I think that Mjolnir is possibly the title, but yeah, they were just starting making up stuff and trying to get it yeah. to stick. Uh, DC did the same thing. I mean, DC has a Thor and a Hercules, and they just suck. So, sorry, sorry, and, DC. And that is, <laughs> DC also has the worst version of the God of War, Ares. Their their Ares is is not. Nope. Yeah. I'd, I'd prefer the God War. But Aries. speaking of garbage stuff, mm -hmm. um, so El Shaddai is my favorite bad game ever. Yeah. Like, you, you love bad movies. This El Shaddai is a terrible game. It's awful. <laughs> um, but it's, a unique it's, setup. It's Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a battle between heaven and hell, and the archangels are geese, and <laughs> Satan's wandering around calling God on his cell phone in his jeans and his black shirt, and... Like this, this game was just absolutely ridiculous, and I loved it. Yeah. There, there's like a, a Tron bike section, never explained, uh, no setup, no anything. Uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty wonderful. Yeah. So, uh, uh, the Lost Child is is being released by the the same developer, same or not same developer, same uh, publisher, director. Okay. Um, and so he's he's doing this, and this is going to be like a dungeon crawling monster collecting ability building thing but it's still going to be in the same universe mm -hmm. which means that it's going to have every bit as much ridiculousness <laughs> and so i will i will be buying the crap yeah. out of this yeah um and this this was also one of the first games that i ever saw um because it was it was released on ps3 and um and it was only 20 dollars. yeah when it first came out and they were like hey this is a game we had a small team we built this thing yeah. You wanna buy it? That's which and I, I was and I, I heard about, you know, Ascension of the Metatron and I was like, based on Mormon <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so like started reading it yeah. and it's it's yeah, it's it's some weird stuff. if you if you still have access to your PS3, I highly encourage you yeah. to pick this up and just marvel at the ludicrousness yeah. that is in this. Yeah. And I, th I think that's one thing that we're getting again. We haven't had that double A, you know, I don't even know if I'd consider this around double A, like of maybe A. It's, it's, it's not an it's, indie. It's, three, it's 3D, but it is absolutely an indie. Because yeah. like, 
they had they had like the background and everything, but like the 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 level design and the the corridors that you're going down are are very very uh, simple and rigid. Like gotcha. you're 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 running on a bridge, like you run along a, a curved bridge mm-hmm. to this round platform, and then you have two exits from there, and you run along that bridge yeah. to a thing over here, and like it's it's very simple, yeah. but it's it's charming, it's entertaining. Yeah. And it's it's laughing. Yeah, lots of laughing. Yeah, lots of it. So, uh, speaking of laughing, um, Malaysia or yeah, Malaysia, Malaysia mm-hmm. is not laughing. No, um, there there's a game called uh, Fight, Fight of the, the Gods, Gods. I think. Yeah. yeah, and and it has like Jesus and and Buddha and like like gods from from all these different uh, religions in a fighting game. And the the ultimates are hilarious, and yeah. it's it's basically fighting for the the. I don't know. They're they're fighting. They're gods. They're, they're gods of. And so uh, Malaysia said, "Hey, this is blasphemy. Yep. Steam, get out." Yeah, literally. They didn't and ban. They, they didn't ban the game. They banned. Steam. Right. They they yeah. shut Steam down. Yeah. And for this reason, right here, because uh, all the, all of the others were more. Um, I mean, more ancient or dead religions, if you will, not necessarily completely dead, but um, yeah. but once Christianity came in there, it was like, nope, nope. We're, yeah, so they, that, that, that got censored and, it, and they shut it down. Um, and uh, Fight of the Gods actually, or the, the that developer actually contacted Steam and they were like, please take our game down. This is this is not what we yeah, intended, yeah. and we don't want other people to have to to suffer because of this thing that we did. Mm-hmm. This is not what we're going for. Please let Malaysian people play games. Yeah, and like they were, they were on top of this. They will go and somewhere else. Yeah, like, and yeah, they and fine. they they got the attention of of Steam, and they let them know that this was a thing that people were were yeah. feeding back because yeah. they get less feedback than Steam does. <laughs> so they were able they were able to filter it out pretty quick yeah. and be like, yeah. hey, this is a thing that just happened. Yeah, yeah. And, and Steam was able to to take it down in that area, and uh, Steam is back up. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, if they've they thankfully so they they took down just in Malaysia, was that was that right? Right. Or, okay. Okay. Malaysia Malaysia has uh, its state run access to the internet, and so they were like, Steam is Steam, Steam is gone. not there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Steam meant, doesn't like, exist anymore. I meant how Steam views them. So Steam has a region based on just that. Okay. Right. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Because in that case, I, I want everything to be accessible to everyone. But unfortunately, yeah. with with countries like uh, like Malaysia and China. The way that their government works, you get what they want you to get, and if they think that it's accept, uh, uh, you know, that it is uh, something acceptable, yeah. um, so I'm glad that at least they got Steam back because that would have sucked for any gamers there who are playing PC and lost of playing Blizzard games. I mean, because other than that, <laughs> I mean, oh, I guess yeah. Origin, uh, but yeah, I don't no. really care about Origin. No. But it's Blizzard. People, pl- so everyone just went to Overwatch <laughs> for a while. In theory, what else are you gonna do? So, yeah. So I've been playing Destiny 2 for the week since it came out. I, I, I was te- you know texting you like, I don't know if I should get this. And then I think my next text was, I bought it. Yeah. <laughs> Before you can yeah, even respond. Basically. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really liking it. I will, I will start off saying that it is, des- it is what Destiny should have been. Right. Uh, is what people keep saying, and I completely agree. It's what Destiny should have been, 
except for a few problems that I do have with it. Okay. Um, so let's let's go ahead and start with the 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 positives. Yeah. And what what it is that you like about it? Because you did play some of Destiny One. Yeah, I played I played uh, I I'm finished Destiny King, right? and then I, yeah I went through Taken King. Uh, I didn't do uh, well. Hold on, I did the first DLC, whichever one that House was. Of House of Wolves. Yeah, that's the one I did. Um, I know a lot I about the, this game. I didn't Never do the, I didn't do the second and third. Um, so for positives, they they restructured how weapons work. So mm -hmm. instead of uh, you having a like. Instead of you having flexibility in regards to what kind of weapon, like uh, sniper rifle versus SMG versus handgun, mm -hmm. uh, they've changed that to you have a slot for kinetic uh, power and energy. And okay. your kinetic can be any of those things. You can have an auto rifle, you can have a handgun, or a, a hand cannon, I mean, yeah. uh, sidearm, which is kind of interesting uh, things they threw in there, so it's like a quicker pistol. Um, uh, sniper rifles, whatever. You could have a kinetic one, so it's a traditional right. bullet. Or you could have an energy one or a power one. Uh, the power the power ones that I've seen so far have been, and I, I'm only level 8, so it could be different, but um, in power I've seen sniper rifles, I've seen grenade launchers, that, and shotguns. Okay. Um, so I think they're, they've relegated that to try to limit those kind of weapons because of their power. Uh, Sniper rifles are also on others, but grenade launchers uh, and um, shotguns are the big ones that are in, in that. So it's kind of a rock, paper, scissors where if you see a certain type of armor, then the energy is going to do better on it. Um, okay. So uh, I do like that because it allows flexibility for me to say, if I if I wanted, I could say, you know, I really like hand cannons. So I'm going to have a regular hand cannon and I'm going to have an energy hand cannon. So you can have both. And yeah. I, I like that. Uh, to add that flexibility because if that way you're not forced to say, uh, pick up a an SMG that you don't want to use, uh, right. but that's the best one for it. So it allows you to play, find your style, and not be stuck on a style based on a new equipment set. Speaking of being stuck on yeah. a style, I know that one of the things that uh, <clears throat> Kirk Hamilton from Kotaku was mm -hmm. talking about specifically is that when you pick up a weapon, you don't have to level it up. Yeah. Like when you when you get the weapon, you can immediately try it and see how good it is at the Correct. Combat. Correct. Yeah. You really like. Yeah, that. I, I like that because um, what'll happen is you'll find you'll find weapons or in Destiny One you would find weapons and you go, well, this could be better than what I'm using. It will be better than what I'm using, but right. I have to spend time using it to get it up to the to what it should be. So, it's more straightforward, like uh, like Borderlands, where it's like, oh, here's your new sniper rifle. Go have fun. Yeah, uh, it allows it. It's a lot easier to compare um, to compare damage because you don't have to level up. Um, I've also really liked the. Um, the graphics as well as the backgrounds. It's one thing that I, I stopped in some of our uh, uh, playthrough of it just to show because there are parts where you're expected to just run for the goal, right? The, yeah. the level starts, you know where you're supposed to go, you run there, and if you had turned to the left or turned around, you'd see all the space battle going on and different, and it's like, okay, That's this cool. is a tutorial, but you're going to miss all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, the the environments are, are really well done in that, uh, in that uh, case. The textures and the... Um, I had some had the game crash a few times, but I don't think that has anything to do with the the graphics or anything. Yeah, um, I really appreciate it when if if you're going to tell me a story about something about something monumental that's happening, yeah. um, take the time to to 
impress upon me the grandiosity of yeah. this thing that that is going on around me, whether or not I'm actually encountering or or interacting yeah. with yeah. it. Um, yeah, that was one of the things that I really liked um, when when you're when you're trying to play in Halo and there's you know all these things going on in the background or back even further. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII. There's uh, the garden gets attacked at one point. Spoilers for disc two. Yeah. Um, the the garden gets attacked and you were you were running through a setting and there was like characters fighting and and uh, stu- students and soldiers and and mechs fighting yeah. in the background while you ran past and that that gave it scale yeah that that allowed me to feel like I was part of something bigger yeah. and and this kind of gives you a similar feeling oh they definitely do that in Destiny too um, I, I was happy with that. Um, the, the gameplay has been really good, and the the missions. So you uh, just like Destiny, you drop into an area, and then you do missions there. Um, you uh, you can set speci- instead of where Destiny was like, I want to do this mission, I'll drop here. Mm-hmm. You drop to a specific drop point, and then you kind of choose what to do, very much like an MMO. Okay. So you drop like for instance, I've been in uh, the uh, EDZ, the European Dead Zone, which is the one of the very first areas you're in. That's the farm, right? Uh, no, the farm is separate from that. Okay. So EDZ is your first actual area. You're you're uh, free to like fight and and find missions and stuff. So you have you have story missions and then you have adventures and the adventures are uh, side quests basically. So as you're going around. Um, you'll see, and they get marked on your map. If you go near them, it does get marked on your map to go for later. Um, so it allowed me to uh, not just run in and, exp- and and hit something once. I got to kind of explore more of the EDZ than, than I uh, would have before. There are some times where the missions um, send you back through an area that you've already been through another mission, which I think... Um, it was bothersome to me, and maybe the developers realized it because your ghost literally says, "Oh, we're not going to the mines again, are we?" I'm like, "Yeah, because that's how I feel. Why am I going through this area again?" And you have a couple different enemy placements, but it's yeah. not. I mean, to me, that that was kind of irritating. Um, but I do like the the different missions as you're going through because you have. I think there are only three missions in the EDZ, the three story missions. Uh, when you find you find a guy, and then you, get, you have three missions you do. But there are I, I think I've done four or five adventures as I'm, as you're running around, which I think is really cool. Um, the, but this is where I go into the things that I don't like. All right. The design that I'm like I mentioned uh, gets very repetitive in the areas that you're going through. Uh, the, like the mission structure. Yeah, the, yeah. Okay. The, the mission structure a little bit because. While you may be hearing something different in regards to the the plot, like oh, that's as, this as far thing. As why you're killing? Yeah, the the amount of um, the amount of missions where it's like just go in and shoot that guy, and that's really all I'm doing. And the ghost is talking about something, and the people are talking on your comm link. Uh, your the NPCs are. I, I I get that, but the the variety wasn't there. I I fought a lot of the same uh, enemies over and over and over again. Uh, also. The repetitive theme. Uh, they I've done four missions that involved um, uh, what are they called? They're basically proximity mines, so laser trip wire okay. uh, uh, explosion explosives. So I have had four missions involved with that. One was unique because it was like, oh, remember those things we did? La- we found last time, the first time I did it. Let's go find them and transmat them, like teleport them, 
and then teleport them to a place that we want them to be and then have a trap for these guys. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. But then I have two more freaking missions where I show up with these explosives. I'm like, no, I cleared these out of that other area. I don't want to... To me, it broke immersion where I'm like, this seemed like it, like they were designing the level and they went, oh, this corridor should have explosives in there. It wasn't... It, to me, it didn't feel natural in regards to, to the plot. Um and I've, I've had another a uh, couple other issues. Uh, the biggest one that I've found is the difference in double jumps for the characters. Okay. So if you're a Titan, your double jump, your single jump is just a jump. Your second jump of the double jump is a rocket. You, like, Boba Fett it and fly okay. off, which is cool. It's a little weird and wonky when it comes to control, which I'm fine with because if the control was too good with it, then everyone would be a Titan. Everyone would be using the double jump. Uh, if it yeah. was viable to go up there and as you're gliding along start shooting, it would it'd be way too right. too much. So I get that. I don't have a problem with it. Hunter is a more traditional double jump, which is what I've been playing. It's more traditional double jump. The double is is pretty high and and, uh, and coasts a little bit. But the warlock, the double jump is a glide. So you initially jump, and then you hit that uh, that double, and you go up a slight bit more, and then you glide. All right. Which I'm like, that could be advantageous if there weren't two little, two places in the tutorial where you can get stuck and can't finish unless you kill yourself. Ugh. Yeah. That's, uh, but, that's not great. Yeah, both of them are in the second half of Homecoming, the, the tutorial mission. Uh, the first one uh, is right after the cutscene. There are these giant balls that are fa falling down, uh, these energy balls that are being like tossed out like weapons, whatever the heck they are. Um, you're going in to, uh, 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 to stop the, the bad things, you know. And if you accidentally fall into the trench, there's no way to get out. I accidentally fell into the trench, and I could not double jump out of it. Titans can double jump out of it. I believe hunters can as well. But that part was an accident. There's another part where you... This is this is the bane of the Destiny beta, was uh, the turbines. So there's an area that we go in, they're like, oh, we have to shut down this big reactor, shoot these turbines, which they now have a little mark that they'll put on them so you know what the heck they're talking about. Um, but if you go into the gap... Uh, which I don't even know how you can how you would not as a warlock. Uh, there's a gap where the turbine is, and you shoot it. You can't get out. There's no way to get out. You have to kill yourself and then go to the next one. And that was really irritating to me. I don't know yeah. why they didn't think of that. Maybe there's an easier way to do it. I could not find a way to get up onto the middle piece or the platforms beside it. Meanwhile, the um, these energy coils are like passing and they're rotating slowly and if you get hit by one you die um i'm like okay this is this is too much if you don't have a regular double jump it's way too too hard for that i don't know why they didn't add like some little platform in the divot so you could go yeah. hop 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 and go up so that that irritated me that is weird a lot um I feel like uh that along with a lot of the recycled uh enemies um, a lot of people may not be happy with that. If you really liked that environment, I mean, I can say the same thing about Halo, because they had a lot of the same recycled enemies, but um, I felt to me like this should have been 
uh, I don't know, it should have been an ad, it should have been an add-on and kind of like what World of Warcraft did, where they, they were like, all right, when you buy this expansion, you're not only getting the expansion, but we're upgrading all your, your stuff uh, for regular vanilla Destiny. Yeah. That's how I feel like, what I feel like this should have been. Uh, should have been. The farm is, is okay. It allows more people. I think there was a limit of 16 players in the Citadel before. And mm-hmm. the Citadel, I think? Tower? Tower. Uh, so in Destiny 2, you have 24 players that can be in the farm with you. So it's a little bit more bustling. Um, to me, it still cracks me up that it's like, oh, there's 24 people in that instance of the farm that you're in. Yeah. I'm used to like World of Warcraft where it's like, no, you have a thousand people and we're gonna we're gonna have a dance battle and Yeah. Like it's it's not as grandiose as, as it could have, be. Have you had a dance party yet? Uh an impromptu dance party. Okay. But there were only Good. two of us, so it was a very small dance party. It was party. a very small dance party, but I was wait I was doing a mission, I finished the mission, this other guy was coming in to do the mission and he realized what I was doing, so I just started dancing. Nice. Overall, I've really liked it, but that, that's my biggest complaint is that um, I feel like there were some design, some things in regards to the design that, that didn't quite work. Um, but the other thing that I can't go without talking about is microtransactions. So, yep. yeah, so uh, again, microtransactions being in a AAA game, and this is a AAA game that you're at $60 and it's mm-hmm. $35 for the season pass. Now, I don't have a problem with that because if, if I'm going to play, get into Destiny, then I feel like the season pass is going to be worth it for the amount of content that they're going to push out. I'm, I, I'm a believer in that if you want to, um, because this is not giving you a subscription. You're not doing a subscription like World of Warcraft. I'm like, this is a way to give the developers yeah. some money, continue to work on the game, work on the DLC, work on the game. Yeah, and what's state. what's what's going to be coming out is going to be substantial. It's not just yes. going to be like yes. little tweaks or like yeah. an extra, you know. My problem is though that um, you can the, is the um, is the Engrams and silver uh, in the game, which you can farm in the game. Uh, but it's it does uh, it's random, okay. So any of the Ingrams, you get a random piece of loot. So with silver, you can buy legendary Ingrams that then turn into random stuff. So you are buying booster packs of Magic the Gathering cards to find something yeah. random. And and yeah, the the randomness and the 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 loot crate yeah. ver- version yeah. of of microtransactions is something that I find really hard to swallow. Yeah. I I have a problem with that because if if you were giving me the ability uh, to have an Ingram and then go to a store where you can cash an Ingram in for a specific item, yeah. I, okay. I mean because you're talking about uh, weapons you're talking about pieces of armor. You're talking about shaders. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is literally skins. Yeah, and and skins like cosmetic things mm-hmm. for microtransactions. I don't have a problem with. Yeah. But you can spend money and get an in-game advantage with microtransactions, and that yeah. that is is upsetting. Yeah, it it is upsetting, and when the game is structured around um, to get those legendary items or the equivalent or something similar. Uh, going through the strikes and going through these epic missions, to me, if you're not, to me, it's you do one or the other. Either you fix it so the the huge epic strikes and epic missions give you a decent amount of drops, so that way you can you can get something. Yeah. Or um, 
I mean, you, you do that, and you, it, it just bothers me that I feel like if you add the loot boxes along with that, that you, they're going to tailor the drop rates in regards to the strikes to be lower, yeah. because that'll encourage you to spend five, ten bucks, fifty bucks um, buying something as opposed to running it a reasonable amount of times. And like MMOs, like, okay, well, I've ran this strike 10 times and I finally got it. Okay, there are people who ran them like 20, 30, 40 times to get an, to get an item. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. I think five, 5 to 10, you should be able to get the item that you're looking for. Yeah, and, and design, transa- or design uh, decisions yeah. around microtransactions yes. are, are really tricky. And... Uh, as far as the shaders go, and I, I know I said the cosmetics are fine, but um, there are four parts of armor that you can color, or including the yep. gun. Correct. They come in threes. Yep. Yep. It's the hot dog, and hot dogs, and hot dog buns dilemma. Yep. How, how many do you buy to have an even amount, or do you just throw away buns? I mean, that's basically. No, you buy chili. And then you just have you have chili dogs, and then you have chili. Sandwiches. So, <laughs> so the 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 Twiar solution is is chili sandwiches, yes. and that's what Destiny needs yeah. to fix. Yeah. This is Totes, where we give you the topic of the episode show. Because tots, I mean, we didn't we didn't really want to have like a kids thing and have kids wandering. We might swear, you don't know. And uh, this week we're talking about first person shooters and yeah. our favorite first person shooters. This is the first of a little mini series we're going to do where we're going to talk about various genres um, because we feel that now the genres are kind of getting all mashed yeah. up together and everything. <laughs> so like we feel like most of these are going to be. We'll go a traditional bit, for now. Yeah, yeah, a little bit more yeah. definitive because yeah. there's not like first-person shooters now are first-person shooters and R- some of RPG, this and a little bit of this and hero so, shooter and yeah. there's there's we we've gone to hybrids and and subclasses and all which kinds which of, is fine it, we're, 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 is. we we like that yeah. but that does allow us to look back and look at when when games were a little bit simpler and yeah. that's kind of what we wanted to do with this series definitely uh, we're starting off with with shooters and uh we got some some good feedback on facebook and twitter on that uh starting off with uh with our friend vanessa who said the original doom uh heretic was good as well heretic um, heretic, heretic is, really is an excellent uh there's there's not a lot of magic in first no. person shooters but heretic did it very very well and yeah. i i really enjoyed that still well with the balancing and i i go back even further than that uh to me and uh, and Cameron also mentioned this is uh, Wolfenstein. Yeah, Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein 3D. And, and Spear of Destiny. That was the first um, first person shooter that I ever played, and I played Bard's Tale, which is in the first person perspective. But the action involved in it was just mind blowing. Uh, no pun intended. But the I, I also think that Wolfenstein, for being shareware is really cool because they wanted to get this out everywhere. Mm-hmm. They got everyone playing it. And they succeeded it. because they, we all played we it. We all played it. And uh, I think it's sad that um, it's sad that it had to get censored in certain countries in regards to the... Because I don't I don't think that censoring shooting Nazis should be a problem. Just because Nazis are in there and you're shooting you're shooting them. It's not a game yeah. where you play Nazis and Nazis are good people. Yeah, you, so. you, you are invading <laughs> Castle Wolfenstein and um, have you ever heard the story about uh, Carmack putting in the the 
hidden areas without telling anybody else. No. And after complaining that they were bullcrap and shouldn't be in the game to begin with. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. I didn't okay. Know so, that. so the 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 other I, I've gotten way into like yeah. dev stuff and discussions there, but yeah, uh, Carmack fought hard against the idea of having secrets. He was like, no, we just, you go through and you shoot things. Yeah, that's and then, straightforward. Yeah, and then like a couple of months before the game came out, yeah. he was like, oh, hey, I put those secrets in that you wanted. <laughs> and they're like, where are they? He's like, go find them. That's beautiful. Like, screw you. That's beautiful. Um, but yeah, Alex also mentioned, uh, he said he always loved GoldenEye, but Perfect Dark was amazing. I think, I think GoldenEye gets all of the credit because of the multiplayer. GoldenEye's multiplayer is so GoldenEye and Mario Kart are are the pinnacle of multiplayer uh, at that time, and to me, like it could okay, be so debated. It could be debated that's still like some of the best multiplayer around, uh, and and Perfect Dark made it even better. Perfect Dark, I don't think I didn't like the I like the single player aspect uh, of, yeah. of Perfect Dark. I like the environments of Perfect Dark. I even liked uh, one of my favorite things in in games. Maybe this should be another Totes at one point. Is is the side, quasi behind the scenes kind of stuff that actually teaches you how to do, how to do things yeah. in games, um, not necessarily a tutorial, but a place you can go over and practice. And Perfect Dark had areas that you could the go, practice range. you can go in practice yeah. range in that, uh, and and uh, I'll I'll save my others for for a time when we can actually discuss this, but. Uh, the immersion in Perfect Dark, I think, was better because GoldenEye was just straightforward. Play the movie. You're basically playing the movie, and that was it. And you could, yeah. and uh, you could go through the case files to do them again. Mm. But that's really all it was. Um, I think Perfect Dark did it better, um, and I think that is kind of the last. That and and Half Life, which is another one that I would have to put in here, yeah. are I think that's the last first-person shooter as we know it. Until you started having ret- like the the new Wolfenstein game, the new Doom game, where we re- they literally say, go back and say, hey, let's do it again, yeah. let's go go back to tradition. Because some of the other answers that we got in here, I would not view, they're not traditional first person shooters, but they deserve to be mentioned, which are uh, Titanfall, mm-hmm. uh, and Overwatch, um, and Black Ops. I think Black Ops is is relatively traditional. Um, at, at that point, but um, Titanfall being a, a mech uh, multiplayer shooter game, it's a, it's, a, it's okay. yeah. becomes more of a hodgepodge. That. And then Overwatch and Battleborn, you have these champion shooters where uh, it's it's a big focus on multiplayer. It's a big push for for different styles. Uh, and Destiny Two, like we we've been talking about this week as well. Um, Destiny 2 is a first-person shooter, but it has RPG elements, and it has MMO elements. MMO elements. So they're, I think they're great in their own form. They're not, to me, they're not as pure, um, because one of the ones that I thought of when, I, when we posted this was Borderlands. I yeah. absolutely love Borderlands, and Borderlands is a first-person shooter meets Diablo. Yeah, and it's it's, it's 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 the loot system and the random and it's, it's and it's wonderful. brilliant. It's brilliant, and it has you know you have leveling up, you have specking your character a specific way. Uh, I think it's wonderful. It is it is a subclass, if you will, uh, of shooter. But I think these these definitely deserve to be to be mentioned, especially with with games like uh, like Overwatch. The amount of replayability um, and the the team acts aspect and the focus of it are is is amazing yeah. um, and then you have more unique first person shooters if you want to call it a shooter like a portal 
Mm-hmm. I mean, Portal is a technically a shooter, but you're not really <laughs> shooting bullets. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's absolutely brilliant. And yeah. I think this is a there's a reason that games like Fallout 4 and others are using that perspective to tell a story because it's it's immersive, it's action packed, uh, and uh, I think it's easier for people to jump into. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had a couple more that had uh, their reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, Tanner White had Blood. I, I don't actually know that one. I've not played Blood. Okay, so we'll have to check that out sometime. I'm sorry, Tanner. Uh, I played but that Cameron, one. Cameron said uh, Overwatch for the longevity, yeah. Titanfall for the ingenuity, yeah. Black Ops for the simplicity, yeah. Return to Castle Wolfenstein for the environment, and Unreal Tournament for the nostalgia. Yeah, Unreal Tournament is is mine because I I know that you love the the Unreal, and I yeah. was introduced with the tournament. The tournament yeah. But that's that is is absolutely pure shooter yeah uh because it's you know you've got you've got the objectives and everything but your mechanic is shooting people till they die yeah that's and it's it's wonderful and i i I, i'm not good at shooters but the variety of weapons that they had allowed me to be good because i was i was a monster with the if i could get the flat cannon Mm -hmm. or the pulse rifle yeah because um what i would do with the pulse rifle is i would i would um Fire, fire the slow one whenever I'm coming up on a corner, yeah. and then explode it right before I got there, so that I could come around and I could actually see a little bit before, like as that fades. Okay. Yeah. And because nobody's expecting somebody to show up within <laughs> the, the smoke, within the explosion. <laughs> yeah. And so I have, I have a moment of it's. It was my version of a smoke screen. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, flat cannon. I got really good at you know aiming it just so that it it fell on whoever yeah. and yeah. And so I. I really enjoyed that. And Quake Champions, I think, uh, is doing this in a in a really uh, great way. It is it is a hero shooter, but it's very uh, it's very much like uh, Unreal Tournament. Uh, the we I watched some people play that uh, at QuakeCon, mm-hmm. and the um, the fast pace of, of that game and the, yeah. the design, level design was really cool. I think that um, that's one thing that. Uh, Overwatch kind of went in a different direction where it's more objective-based, but there's something really great about the straightforwardness of uh, of, of that game. Yeah. Um, kind of like the straightforwardness, of, or uh, like uh, PUBG, like the straightforwardness of you're just gonna go in and just survive. Just survive. Yeah. Good luck. Different, different, <laughs> different story there, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think that uh, there's a reason that so many uh, games have gravitated toward that that uh, first-person aspect. And we're getting these um, these subgenres of a of a genre. Yeah, love it. Uh, then our last comment is Chris White, who says Bioshock for the story, atmosphere, and characters. And then he said Call of Duty for Modern Warfare for a more traditional shooter. Yeah. And Call of Duty has been kind of the mainstay on consoles as as far as like carrying uh, the the base. This is a first person shooter mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And and I really like that. Um, as as anybody who's been watching the show for a while knows. I'm bad at shooters, so yeah. for me, uh, my my two favorites have to be a little bit of something else. You you had, you had mentioned Borderlands. Yeah. And Borderlands was wonderful because I could I could make my shield. I could design my spec around mm-hmm. the fact that I couldn't shoot anybody. You could use well. the hawk if you were uh, the hunter. Uh, the hunter, you could use your hawk mm-hmm. to hit multiple targets and take out most of your enemies. Yeah. So and that was that was, that was pretty fun. And then uh, the other one was Far Cry. Yeah, uh, because Far Cry allows me to do stealth, and Far Cry does stealth better than any other first-person shooter yeah. I've ever found. And like, yeah. yes, if it if it comes to a pinch, 
and particularly toward the end game of the story, like yeah, I'm gonna have to be shooting people. Yeah. But um, but there 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 is a lot to be said for for how well they did stealth yes. while allowing me to only see through my own eyes. Yeah, and I was really impressed with that, and that, that's that's why I'm look really looking forward to Far Cry Five coming out. I am too, especially the environment on that. Yeah, that's, I can't. That's I can I can't wait for that. So let us know in the comments what some of your favorite shooters are. If you're if you like the more straightforward shooters, if you're liking the new hero shooters, if you like uh, more tournament-based stuff, let us know in the comments. We'll talk to you guys later.